You're listening to the Brand Interrupted Podcast, a show for the creative entrepreneur, the radiant leaders, and the rebels at heart. If you're ready to get radically visible, use your voice, and take up space, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, filmmaker, story mentor, and serial entrepreneur. Brand Interrupted means liberating yourself from the conditioning and discerning the many contradictory voices of society, family, friends, media, coaches, gurus, anyone or thing that has fit you into a box of check marks and labels, and instead coming back home to yourself. In this podcast, we are all about appointing yourself as the authority and leader of your life. Embrace yourself unconditionally, strip down to your white hot truth, cultivate self-trust and awaken your confidence within so that you can be your true expression in the world, in your life, your relationships, and your business. Ready for some real, raw, and unfiltered conversations? I'll see you on the other side. Hey guys, welcome back to the Brand Interrupted Show. Today I have my soul twin guest, Brittany Colleen, and not only do we share the same name, different spelling, but her and I have had so many occasions online where we have like experienced the exact same thing, the same emotions in the same moment, like we are just soul twins. This episode is all about unleashing your inner wild woman, surrendering into self-trust and discovering your thought leader within. Brittany mentors female entrepreneurs who desire more success by tapping into their soul work and flow. She does this by guiding women to deeply explore their truest self, uncover their natural effect on the world, and own every aspect of their being. This is the ultimate journey to create success from the inside out so that they can finally release the chains of feeling the constant pull to hustle and create more results while simply being themselves. Some of the things that we dive into in this episode are how to unleash your inner wild woman, why you can't always use someone's blueprint for success in business, how to hire a mentor that truly understands you, witnesses you, and will actually guide you to your vision. We talk about what it means to discover and trust your own inner thought leader. We talk about learning how to trust yourself and tap into your intuitive gifts. We also talk about being intentional with your messaging to call in the right audience and why it's our responsibility to set the tone and the vibes of our community. Brittany also shares a pivotal moment where she collapsed on the floor and literally how it catapulted her to change the way she was showing up in her business. This episode is sponsored by Untamed Productions. Hey guys, that's me. And I have a special complimentary gift that I want to offer all of you. It's a three-part video series about healing your visibility wounds, tapping into your core message, and showing up on camera. It includes three videos, a beautiful, fun playbook to go through, and very tangible exercises. So head to untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to access that free download or check it out in the show notes. We also want to invite you into this conversation about these episodes. We don't want this to be a one-way or two-way conversation. So Join my Facebook group. It's called My Next Level Self with Brittany Hammond, or come and find us on the socials. Again, 
check out the show notes because we want to hear from you. With that being said, let's dive into this episode. Woohoo! Welcome back to the Brand Interrupted Show. Today I have my soul twin, <laughs> Brittany Colleen, and I have just been waiting for this conversation. I felt like one day I wanted to reach out to you and have you on the show. So welcome. Happy Tuesday. How are you? Good. I'm so happy to be here. Like we are the same person. So I'm very excited to see what comes through today. I have a feeling everything's going to be like me too. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because just before we hit record, I was talking about how I was having like random anxiety today and I, it, I didn't know where it was stemming from. So I was, you know, putting into practice all the things I know, meditation. And I was doing like this wild woman dance, which for those of you listening, maybe I'll put it in my IG story highlights. So you guys can reference back to it. I feel like this is going to be an iconic (laughs) kind of dance video, but, um, okay. Brittany, tell us, doesn't it feel weird? I know you've said this in live streams before. When you're talking to someone who has the same name as you, you feel yes. like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> it's like you, you say it and you second guess yourself. You're like, wait, yeah. yeah. It's weird. <laughs> okay. So tell us just in a nutshell, like what's the magic you bring to the world? Um, okay. Well, I feel like I bring lots of magic to the world, but um, the, I honestly feel like the main magic that I can bring to the world or I do bring to the world is around you know those people that feel like that wild woman someone that's really driven and passionate and like um, really outspoken um, just being able to understand that how that's their their power and how that's their like actual magnetism and what really is going to call in the results and their power and trying to navigate explore and understand that and then eventually like click into owning that parts of themselves so my magic is i'm i'm a very i don't know um if anyone listening knows what the clairs are but i'm a very clear cognizant so i i it's a clear knowing it's my intuitive gift i just know things without being able to explain it um and being able to kind of explore with my clients and really understand what their magnetism is and their power and how they can harness that that wild woman within to really attract what they want and really own that i think it's really about um, the self-awareness around it and owning that that part of themselves and naturally it just clicks where things just start happening for them. And it honestly feels like magic. Like it's really, really cool. Yeah. There's this thing on your site. I just want to bring it up because I love the way you worded it. But um, on your opening homepage, it says, this is the ultimate exploration of self. This is you owning every single part of your essence. This is your remembrance of who you are. Yes. So this is such like a, this just encompasses so many things, but for those listening, like what is the first step or the first like one to three steps in really um, exploring and understanding who you are? Yeah. I think honestly the first step is no steps, (laughs) (laughs) which is my like off um, any motto to anything, like releasing the how and really like letting go of the, um, like when you jump into exploring yourself, there is no mechanism in, in order to do that. Like, I honestly think first step is 
one, letting go of the steps and letting go of the how, and two, just being open and having the self-awareness that you do have strengths and gifts and magic and, and a certain effect that you have in the world, and simply just be open to allowing the exploration process to happen and letting go of that, well, when am I gonna discover this? Or when am I gonna discover that? Like, what is it about me with this? Like, and just like trying to put you in a, like, I guess a mathematical equation more so than just simply just being open to the explorative process. And then three, I would say honestly hiring a mentor that can really um, see that for you and allow yourself to explore. And that's where I feel um, I, I, I'm able to add that magic into my gifts is allow people to explore and allow um, not having to have the, you know, we're going to start with this. We're going to start with step one. We're going to start with step two and just being open to explore. Um, so I guess it's not, that's kind of steps, but also to release the steps, if yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> I just recently wrote a post about how um, when looking for a mentor, looking for someone that's going to witness you and not re-trigger you. And I'm curious if you have any thoughts around that. Um, yeah. So some, can you repeat that? So someone to witness you and not trigger you, you said, yeah. right? Sometimes like if you're working with, because there's so many different types of like mentors and coaches and guides um, and not everyone is the right fit. So really picking someone that, not to say that triggers are bad, like you obviously can learn from that, but I think that in terms of healing, like working with someone that's going to witness you and hold that space, like you just said, versus someone who maybe has more of like a fit you in a box type of approach or that might actually re-traumatize some of your core wounds. So yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I have so many things coming through for me. This is such a thing for me. <laughs> we have so many like ways we can um, discuss this. Um, but the first that I think is really, really powerful. So with, I just want to think about like what direction I want to go. Cause there's so yeah. many like avenues within this topic. So the first one, actually, let's talk about the wild woman. Let's kind of like incorporate that in here. Yeah. I feel like for some people that maybe don't experience, experience this wild woman archetype may not connect to this, but this is specifically for that wild woman that really experiences like that, that drive and that power that I feel like sometimes, especially in the coaching world, if you hire someone, um, that's really into, you know, the deep diving, the shadow work and the, you know, the constant, okay, here's a wound, let's go to the next wound. And it's just every time you get on a call, it's like looking at that and diving deeper and deeper and deeper that I find with someone that has that wild woman archetype, it can feel a little bit frustrating sometimes. And I think that those, um, that's very important. And I feel like for us, cause I feel like you're the same as me, right? So I know you're going to resonate with this, but like, I feel like for us, there's a time and place and we know when we need that. We know when we need that work, when we need, there's something that we're like, I need to just understand this. And I know I need to heal this from that perspective. But there also comes a point when you need to hire someone that really witnesses you that sees, okay, this person has, is kind of, it's, it's kind of triggering saying this actually, but like some people um, are just kind of 
over trying to dive deep and they just want to kind of move forward and just have someone be like, you know what, this is what's going on for you. Um, and let's explore that a little, but then let's shift it into action. Let's shift it into something that can be really powerful. And that's the second point I kind of wanted to go into is really shifting um, from pain points to love points, which I like to call, right? Like we always think like, you know, let's hit them with the pain points. Let's tell them where, where they're at right now. But we could also shift the marketing and our, our work to saying how, the outcome that they're actually going to experience um, and giving them that kind of like excitement and that, that certainty within the being of a wild woman archetype, which we want to um, experience versus you know, the, oh, that is where I am. I need help from that. And it just sets a different tone for the journey. So I think if someone is like a wild woman, like mentor, like us, like really hitting that like certainty and that excitement of what can be for them, because that's going to really spark that woman that resonates with us. So I think there's a time and place, but I also think that it's really important to also be that witness to simply shift rather than going down that spiral of wound, 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 wound. Like when do you transition? Right? Yeah. yeah. This made me think of um, this time last year. I don't know if I, maybe I did, did tell you about this. Uh, it was actually a year ago right now when I was working with this five figure investment mentor. And I remember she was, um, we were doing like a role play discovery call and I was having so much trouble with it. And I, I pinpointed it at the end, but because, because I'm also intuitive, like I can't role play because I have to actually tune into the person. So if we're faking it, then like, I, I don't know how to work that way. And I remember just feeling really frustrated with myself being like, Oh, I must suck. Like, <laughs> why can't I do this? And, um, I'm just curious for your thoughts. Like, for the woman, I feel like this will really resonate with both of our audiences. And for those of you listening, reach out to us. Let us know if you felt this. Um, you know, when you're trying all the things and nothing is working for you. I'm sure you've heard even your clients um, say this before. Like, what, what are some common patterns? Like, where is that really coming from? Yeah. So this is huge because I – so. For those of you listening that don't know who I am, I've been in this industry, like coaching industry for almost four years now, actually, which is crazy to think about. Um, but I struggled for a very, very long time, years. Like I think maybe even like, like obviously I still have my struggles and my challenges, but like, you know, that real struggle, nothing's working, like literally nothing. Like I'm doing yeah. all of the things. And um, that was over two years, I think, you know, just constant, like, feast and famine, like, just yeah. the hardest part, hearts, and um, I think it's important to share that, first of all, to know that you're not alone, but there comes a point when you have to look at, like, well, why is this happening, right, and not just for me, I feel like uh, all of us, honestly, I think a lot of people hide it, I think it's honestly happening, mm -hmm. it's happened for a lot of us, and we really need to look at what's going like what is the thing that is causing this and that's something I looked at and that's when everything shifted for me and it actually fits mm -hmm. in again kind of with the wild woman and it's honestly the where I placed where the the power of my like wild woman archetype 
is given. Okay, so I'll explain what that means. So for me, as what I think of as like a wild woman is like someone that's like driven and passionate and like, you know, in your soul that you are meant for more, like you're not giving up, you're super, super resilient. And you, one thing you don't know is really you have something to advocate for, like you really do. And it like burns inside of you, like it literally burns. And I just see this like woman walking like I just had a vision of like this woman walking with like a torch at fr in the front and just like let's go you know and like they're all people are like behind you and following your message um but what's happening is it's placed into the it's not understood where that um like those qualities should be put so when i started and i think what's happening for a lot of people is i placed it outside of myself so for example i would hire a mentor when i started i was like i love everything she's saying like i want to do all the things and i'll get on the call or whatever the group call or the one-on-one -on -one call or whatever it is and be like tell me all the things i'm going to do it all like I will do it all and I'm going to be a success, right? Because then I'm using that drive and that passion and I'm still like that person. I think I'm directing it in the right place, but really it should be um, placed within our own selves to understand like what we advocate, what we actually advocate for and what our message is because we are the thought leaders. Yeah. And the thought leaders of this world can't start off by looking outside of themselves or placing their drive in someone else's mechanism. So what I had to do was honestly completely let go of the external. I didn't hire anything, anyone for a year, like nothing. I was like every single thing that I want to create that I have inside myself, I'm going to do. And what that ended up doing was starting to awaken the fact that the self, that I have self-awareness around, I actually have wisdom inside of my own self. Yeah. And that, that's where I need to bring that fire and passion where I'm like, oh my God, that's the best idea ever. Oh, I'm going to put this out there. I'm so driven. Let's do this. And then fully trusting that rather than putting it in someone else's mechanism, but I had to completely let go of the external and go all in in me. And it was a really hard experience, but I would, I, I would never look outside myself again. Like it's just not a thing anymore. Yeah. Like I will hire people now, but it's driven from the inside. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, like we're speaking the same language because <laughs> like, I think maybe you had this experience like a year or two prior to me, but 2019 for me was all about, like, I was so tired of like constantly investing and like speaking of our core wounds or our biggest struggles. Like for me, I never trusted myself. So I thought everyone outside of me had the answers. And yeah. this is the first year in my business where I literally invested in like one online program. It was a thousand dollars and that was it. And anytime I'm like, um, I want to run this Facebook campaign. Like I'm just going to do it and like whatever waste money along the way, but like learn. But like that was part of my internal process of 
yes, I don't trust myself, but I also don't trust other people. So that was showing up on both ends. So I was like, I need to learn how to trust myself. And in order to do that, I have to make the mistake. So yeah, I could hire an expert Facebook ads person, but I own the fact that like, I'm just gonna, like I've spent so much money in coaching that I was like, I'm done. Like there's nothing more that anyone could possibly teach me. I'm just going to do the things that like feel good. And like, what a surprise. Like, of course I'm attracting clients that, um, are struggling with something similar. So I'm able to shine the light on the path for them. And my profit margin has like completely skyrocketed because I'm not like giving my money away all the time thinking like, help me, help me. Like, (laughs) Right. You're giving your money away in, into when you've gone through that process, you know, then where to invest. And I think it's really the ultimate surrender. Like you've done absolutely everything in your power. So what else do you have to lose and to su- surrender to trust yourself? And I think that's the turning point where people choose to move forward or they choose to quit. You know, it's like surrender. And for us as a wild woman people, we don't quit. Like we don't yeah. to surrender. Two, so this would be the process. Like you are going through all that things and you're struggling and you're investing and you're just like finding yourself digging this hole that's so big that you're like enough, enough. And then so you're like, well, what else is there to do? I need to surrender to my only option, which is me. And so you surrender to that. But then what you want to do, and just based off what I was just saying before, was take that those qualities like the confidence the conviction the passion and then put that into your own trust like in 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 you and then it's all within inside you to support you to start trusting yourself because really the the magnetism like so what i mean by magnetism is like where like how you automatically just attract things like law of attraction manifestation like you're like a magnet right for us wild women archetypes it's the energy of conviction and certainty yeah outside of ourselves we're not going to attract things we need to have um a process in which we like click that certainty and that confidence in ourselves and then we surrender to the trust and then that's when it happens yeah i don't know placing the 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 the, the qualities that is actually your magnetism from outside to inside. Yeah. I don't know if you felt this way before. So like my company name is untamed and that's like of five years of running this business, like untamed, that's like the one thing that like has always been the pillar. And I like to think of that, you know, as my, my word for the wild woman, but I'm just curious if you felt the same where it's like, at least in my beliefs, like I always believe that entrepreneurs were kind of like trailblazers. And so it always seemed counterintuitive to like go through these business building programs because as an entrepreneur, like, I don't know, this was the way that I grew up and I learned is like, you're meant to like, not meant to figure it out on your own, but like you have that like drive and that passion, that fire to like, just keep trying because so much of the time in business, it is about testing and tweaking. Like, even this week I've been playing around with like just what I'm posting online and like practicing not being attached to like likes and comments. And I've been posting really random things, but I've been getting like a surprising amount of like feedback. And I'm like, I didn't think anyone would care about this or like, so it's like when you detach yourself from 
from what people think and just stop playing by like these, these rules of like what people say, like when you should post, what you should say, the structure. And you just kind of like, let yourself be free to just kind of like, I mean, I don't know how to channel, but I know that you talk a lot about like when you, when you go live or when you create your content, like how does that kind of, I think you did a live stream talking about channeling actually. Um, I, I talk about it a lot, <laughs> but honestly, I think actually this would be so amazing for you too, because you said that you're very explorative as well, right? Where for me, when I'm working with my clients, like I need them to start kind of talking in order for me to activate like what I want to talk about in my flow, just like we are right now. Yeah. Where, you know, it's unfiltered, like unscripted, and you just kind of trust the conversation. And yeah. as, as, I'm talking or as you're talking, I'm sure things are coming in. Like you're like, oh yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's honestly all channeling is. And this is actually the probably the most powerful way or the most powerful tool to trust yourself. Right. To um, like, if I'm doing like readings, like in my Facebook group or something, and I do like uh, people comment and they want a reading or something like that. And I do like a short thing. Um, I literally just start typing and I trust it. Like I have no idea if it's right or wrong or, or I don't even know where that came from. I just know, right? Like that's my gift. I just know like it, for other people, it could be a feeling. You could see something, you can hear something, whatever. But for me, I just know and I push enter and, and I trust it. And it's always comes back as accurate every single time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that's not accurate. Like I, I actually haven't had that ever. Yeah. It blows my own mind. Um, and I feel like that's actually probably your your main gift as well. But that's how we start to learn to trust ourselves is simply through you receive the message. That's all you are. You're the messenger, messenger, and you type it out, you press enter, and you trust it. And it's always those that always get the best response. And I, I really believe it's the vibration that you're at when you're experiencing that. Because if we linger too long, like if we're like, okay, I want to create a post around this. And then you sit there and you try and, and figure it out and then post it. It's a different energy than if you're like, oh my God, this is brilliant. Type, 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 enter. There's, a, there's an energy that goes out versus sitting there and trying to like it and getting frustrated and then posting it. And I think it's honestly yeah. just an instant transaction um, between your message and the people seeing it. That's yeah. always more powerful and I think honestly I believe that's what's happening yeah I yeah totally yeah like one of the th so the actually the post that I wrote um I've been changing up the way that I've been showing up online and really stepping into my own leadership and the one that I actually wrote that I was surprised about the engagement because I don't know frankly like my personal page is just like a lot of high school friends and like people I've met randomly on on the planet mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I wrote, uh, um, hire a mentor that witnesses you, not one that traumatizes you. And that was the first time that I was like, I'm going to just speak directly to whoever needs to hear this versus like one of my storytelling posts. And I was like, whoa. So I've been practicing that where I'm like, and I just type something and I just had like, I don't care. So just because I know you a little bit personally, but like bringing this, your story to the public more what was kind of like a turning point? Like what was one of your, um, I don't say rock bottom moments, but what was like a moment, a pivotal moment for you? Um, oh man, 
friend. <laughs> Do you want, like, in regards to the video shift or in, in general? I mean, just really stepping into, like, your brand of leadership now. Yeah, it was, a, it was exactly kind of what we were talking about before was I, I just wasn't seeing the results and I was so attached to it. And I remember like, it was honestly rock bottom where, um, it's like so hard. Like I didn't even know where I was like paying my bills from and when it was going to be. And like, I got to a point and I was like, I don't want to get a job. Like I'm just not meant for this. And I ended up honestly gaining 40 pounds. Um, me and my husband to a new place. I didn't know anyone. And I just started feeling isolated. And I, I was like, it can't be this way. And actually, I remember a really pivotal moment that shifted for me. Um, I was looking so outside of myself because my number one, uh, quote unquote, wound, right? Like my number one that I work on all the time is not feeling smart enough right really? so yes I for, it's my biggest wound I feel like we always have like one thing like it always comes back to one thing and for me it's always not feeling smart enough but what I didn't realize and I'll explain like pivotal point in a second but what I didn't realize was that my smarts are very different than traditional society like my wisdom is very different and that's why I needed to shift the way that I was looking outside of myself and understand how I am smart and what I have to offer is good enough and that my way is a is a way to lead like it's it's the the thought leader right like when you're a thought leader usually you have your own idea your new concept you're changing the paradigms and the way you're seeing an industry yeah. you can't do that by clinging to something else and so the, the turning point for me I was like I need to switch this I didn't know how or what at that point but I remember I was building out like modules, like 40 page modules and all this stuff for my program, like, you know, trying to be my mentor and stuff. And I was like, this is honestly killing me. Like, and I was charging, like, I think for that program, like $97 or $197, like so way undervaluing what I was giving. And so obviously when you're giving more than you're receiving, you're going to feel burnt out and tired and like your, your worthiness goes down, all the things. And I remember... I was driving and I was thinking about how I had to get the next module out and I started getting chest pains and I was at my parents, I was driving to my parents and they like stopped in the driveway and went grand in the house. I've had this pain before, like I've had surgery, all this thing, but I, I feel it coming on really, really strongly. And I went into my parents' house and I collapsed on the floor and it was just this brutal pain. I couldn't breathe. It was horrible. Um, and my stomach felt like it was like collapsing. It was horrendous and it was what I believe now they don't really know but I believe it that stress was such a big trigger and panic attacks and it was literally affecting my body and I said if this is how you have to be successful I don't want it I don't want to do it this way this doesn't feel like success to me and in that moment I was like I'm letting go of this and I'm going to figure out what I need to do like what's best for me. And that's when my first intuitive mentor came along. And when I discovered the intuitive coaching realm, yeah. and then I was like, what is it? And I, I, and then I remember in that moment, I was at rock bottom and I'm like, collapsed on the floor. I didn't know I was paying my bills. And I still did um, a huge investment in that moment in time because I knew I needed to learn 
how to trust myself. I needed to learn what my gifts were, what makes me smart, what allows me to trust me. I needed someone to witness that and help me guide me. And when I seen the power in that, I was like, that's what I meant to do. And that's when and I never looked back. Ever. And I'm not stressed. Now I have too much time. But I don't know what to use my time. Say that. Well, first of all, that is such a powerful story. And I, I've known like elements of it before, but the way that you said it, I just feel like it ties everything together, like of what we've been talking about. But, um, I also feel that way too, sometimes where I'm like, I have a lot of time. I almost feel guilty. Like, like even today I didn't really work that much and I was feeling guilt. That's probably why I was anxious. There you go. That's probably why I was anxious. Because you have to tune into your soul in that moment. Like you, if when you like tap into intuition, when you have all this time, the floodgates release. And sometimes it can feel really overwhelming. And then there, there's things I work on to, to help with that. But honestly, the hard work in the intuitive world isn't the hustle. The hustle is like the path of least resistance. Like that's easy. That's the safe zone. The hard part is one, freeing this time, not feeling guilty, how to enjoy your life, how to make more money by doing less. Like that's actually the hard work. Um, but when it clicks, it's so freeing and it, it, you get it, but it's a retraining and a rewiring and a recoding of the system um, to, show, to show yourself it's okay and it's safe. Yeah, that's such an interesting, I've never... I don't think I've ever understood that take on hustling until right now because, um, and I, I, you might relate with this cause I have a background, like, cause you were, you were a physical therapist before you studied like physical, not physical therapy. What's it called? I was in uh, kinesiology and then I was a personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Something with the body. <laughs> so like, I've always been able to like hustle physically because I was a dancer. I was a performer. So like that energy source for me was like unlimited. But the second I'm using my intellect and my like, mm -hmm. I don't know, brain and creative gifts, I can't hustle. Like I've not, like, it's just not worked for me. It's, it's I've all, it's always led me to burnout. Um, yeah, I think I think of that as soul hustle versus hustle. So this is actually really perfect for the wild woman just to kind of, I really wanted to bring this out while you're saying that. Um, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but um, so what I realized with like our archetype and that, that what's happening there is I started seeing as, because for me working out and dance and things like that really gets me inspired and excited. And so I started seeing that as part of my work. Like that, because that like feels fun. It's a soul hustle. Like you're, you're doing things with your body. You're opening up your intuition. You feel really good and you feel in flow. And then the ideas start just coming. But what that also does is it activates your, um, like what you want to create in the world. Like, so some people will have to meditate and some people, you know, will have to do like slower movements. For me, that actually doesn't spark like me doing work. Like that's helped me just like figure something else out. Like, you know, I'm feeling anxious. I need to like chill out. But when I'm working out and things like that, that actually gets me into action and that gets me going. So I'm like, 
you know, if I'm ever not feeling motivated or something like that, instead of me meditating, I need to go work out. And that's my like activator for my fire and my wild woman. And then I do the work and I'm like, wow, it's done. It's so awesome. Yeah. And it's just like kind of redirecting for us where, you know, we get inspired and where we need to heal and like just kind of navigating the activities that really support our soul flow or our soul hustle. Right. Cause you can do a lot of work, but it should feel like it's just like in flow and you're still hustling. Cause you're, you had like, I'd say work nine to six, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. What is one thing that you believe in that most people don't agree with or is controversial? Hmm. It's so interesting that you asked that because, okay, it's weird. Um, <laughs> in the online space, I don't get that a lot. Like the other day I posted something that I was just speaking for my soul and I was like, this would usually be a controversial thing, but those things don't bug me. Like I don't, it does, it's easy for me. Like I'm not, I don't think about people. I think I've just filtered out my uh, audience to a point where I just don't receive that backlash. Like I've never, Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have that energy where I'm like, I, I'm just not available for it. Like I don't even think about it. So yeah. I think that's the first thing, like, what are you available? for energetically like are you thinking oh my god is this controversial what people are gonna think that's gonna happen wow. but that literally doesn't cross my mind so I put I, I posted something yesterday and I was like ah, oh what was it and it got like a lot of people loving it maybe you saw it it was I think I saw it but I can't remember what it was now oh if someone comes to you and says I know someone charges that charges yeah. less respond I have clients that pay more yeah right about like like something like that, but it doesn't bother me specifically to post things like that because I know the right people are going to love it and respond. Um, and I don't, I've never had a backlash. So it's really hard for me to kind of yeah. answer that because I think it's honestly just your energy behind it. Like what are you available for and what are you not available for? Um, and then, but where I struggle and where I think I like in that realm where I struggle is locally people that I know personally, like face to face, when people ask me, well, what do you do? I struggle to say what I do to people in person. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of like corporate friends um, in the city I live in and they do traditional business and it just, they'll give me advice and stuff, but I just kind of like be like, yep, yep. But I like, I know the minute I say what I'm doing, they're going to be like, I don't like, what do you like? That's like, yeah, yeah. of course you because they think of like manifesting or, you know, energy as like traditional way that people think it like, oh, just and believe it and things are going to happen. No, it's actually so much deeper than that. It's very explorative. It's very individual. And that's something that I help people uncover, but people just in my realm don't understand. It, so I hide from that. So I yeah. think for me, online is a very safe zone. In person, it's very different where I'm just yeah. like, yeah, so I just help women grow their businesses. Yay, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is so fascinating because, like, this is one of the things that, and this, you know, I, I teach people brand story, and it all comes back to, like, well, what's your core wound? You know, what's your biggest struggle? How did you overcome it, and how do you help people? Like, for me, it's, because that's my gift, it just comes to me so easily, but I work with people who, 
it it's danger. It was dangerous for them to speak their mind, to speak their truth. They weren't allowed to show up or be themselves. And why? Because that was my story. I still struggle with it, but it's something I've noticed. So I'm really like, I'm just so like fascinated how for you, it's like, well, it's not even an issue. And like you said, because it, what's that expression? Like your vibe attracts your tribe because you're not, um, cause there are some type of, some types of people who put like polarizing content out there and like, that's their jam. Like they like to start shit storms yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Yeah. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think I really just, you know, I'm very intentional about like, think really tuning into my client before, like, and yeah. being really intentional about who this is truly going to call in. Like, it, it did this download just come to me and I'm going to put it out there and who's this actually going to attract in? Like, for me, I don't, I want to attract leaders. I want people that, you know, experience that day-to-day -day hustle and just want to understand, like, how to hustle from their own gifts, from their own self. Like, everything I've been talking about today. And there's a certain person that is going to respond to a certain pose. So sometimes I need to make it like straightforward and straight to that, that point, because if I fluff mm -hmm. it up a little bit, it's going to attract the wrong person. And then we have, you know, usually it's not like people disagreeing. It's more so people coming into like my message, my inbox or something with like you know, asking for free things or, you know, like kind of opening that space to show like I'm available for you to take from me. Like that's more of what I uh, have a struggle with in trying to like get more clear in my messaging versus like being fearful of a response that's bad. Um, and it's hard for me, for me to talk about because I've never experienced it. Yeah. I really so think what, it's energy. Like what I just, you, yeah. What do you have to either reconcile with or make peace with in yourself in order to, um, show up as that leader, but also call in leaders. Yeah. And that's honestly, um, one of the hardest things <laughs> that I've had to navigate, especially recently because I have been making that shift where, and it's not necessarily leaders, meaning like they make six K a year or a million or whatever. It's more so like the leader with it, right? Like wow. everything we're talking about today, you know, they, they have that drive, they have that fire but it's just so external outside of themselves that they just want to learn how to advocate for something. Like what is it that they're advocating for? What is yeah. the message? And like how to get that out there. Um, but really the thing that shifted for me was being a, just more intentional about what I'm saying. And when I write something, like be like, who is this actually speaking to? But sometimes what I'll do is like, I always just post and post and post. But I'll go back and like if something's happening in my experience where like say I'm getting messages like here, like I want free things or whatever, um, I'll go back into my messaging and go, okay, well, why are those people showing up in my experience? What did I say? Mm -hmm. And it usually just kind of clicks. I'm like, oh, that's why that person's showing up, right? Mm -hmm. And I can analyze what happened based off of my action I took. So it's important to take action so you can analyze it and then adjust it. Yeah. Um, so I still flow with my messaging, but I like to analyze it after and then change it. And I always see shifts in the people, right? 
Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that you said that because I last year was struggling with sharing my story because I was attracting people that like, so it's so funny because I had in my written messaging, like this is for leaders in their industry, but then I was attracting people who hadn't yet learned how to lead themselves, let alone their movement. And I was like, what is this disconnect? Like my messaging is clear, but I'm not attracting the right people. And it's because I was telling almost like my victim story. Like I, it wasn't like plastered in that way, but the energy behind it was still like, I hadn't stepped into my leadership. So even though my writing was saying something else, my energy was saying another thing. So totally. And I always say like intuition meets intention, like not intuition meets structure into which makes intention. Okay. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to create. Okay. What's the actual intention behind it? Because sometimes when I was so intuitive and I would just like word vomit out to the world, it would attract all these random things. I didn't really understand why it's because I just didn't have some intention behind it. Um, but it's a hundred percent the energy as well said, on what you're actually experiencing. And maybe like, uh, like what I found for myself, I was subconsciously fearful of working with those people because I was like, well, beginners are a little bit safer and they love what they do and they're validating and, you know, they make me feel good. And then the leaders, I actually want to um, attract, challenge me. Yeah. And that scares me, but I know that's what they want to work with, right? So sometimes we go into that little safe zone of the clients that we truly are not wanting to attract, but we're doing it because it's more comfortable. So that was also a thing. That's so, I've never heard of that. I'm like learning so many things. <laughs> such a perspective shift. Yeah. Any, any last final words, anything you'd say to the wild woman who, um, who maybe resonates with this, but hasn't fully stepped into her power? Yeah, honestly, I just feel like maybe this gave some self-awareness. I hope that it gave you self-awareness that, Maybe there just needs to shift. Maybe it's a simple um, from the external to the internal and really redirecting where those qualities need to truly lie, which are really inside of yourself. And how can you start moving in that direction? And what do you need to let go of in order to move in the direction of exploring and discovering yourself? What are you clinging on to? What do you need to let go of? And how can you fully step into that? So I'm just going to leave you with a question. <laughs> Yeah. And those are great questions. And I just really want to reiterate, like sometimes when we hear these types of um, self-reflection journaling questions, we kind of skim past it or like, we'll briefly think about it and then we'll move on to something else. But really, truly, if you take the time to sit down, like light a candle, if you're in the bath, like if you really, really honor yourself and take that time, like I think this is a big part of your work as it is with mine like that's where your answers that's where your truth will come from so yeah <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the brand interrupted podcast i so appreciate you and your time and to show that appreciation i want to give you a free gift head over to untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to get instant access to my free three-part Audaciously You on Camera video series, a step-by-step -step on how to share your story, 
craft your core message, master your energy, infuse your personality, and boost your charisma on camera so you can amplify your impact with video and turn viewers into dream clients. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, don't forget to head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. Until next time, bisous from Paris. Ciao, ciao.